Hello. In this program, we are going to find out the meaning of the word Buddha. Many of us have heard of Buddhism, and some of us study Buddhism, or even practice Buddhism. In previous programs, we learned that every being can become a Buddha, and there are infinite Buddhas in the universe. We also learned that the relationship between a Buddha and a Buddhist practitioner is a teacher-student relationship. So, to a practicing Buddhist, the purpose of studying and practicing Buddhism is to become a Buddha, just like a student strives to become as good as their teachers. But. What does Buddha mean? Before reading aloud a Buddhist sutra, say the Infinite Life Sutra, Wu Liang Shou Jing, a Buddhist practitioner would normally read aloud the verse, taking refuge in the Triple Jewels, San Gui Yi, or literally translated as, returning to and relying on the Triple Jewels. The triple jewels refer to the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha. Dharma spells D H A R M A, and Sangha spells S A N G H A. Here, we need to get one thing straight. In the context of this verse, the Buddha. The Dharma and the Sangha are not something specific, but representations of something abstract, something inside us. The Buddha represents enlightenment, Jue. The Dharma represents correctness, Zheng, and the Sangha represents purity, Jing. So, the triple jewels actually refer to enlightenment, correctness, and purity. Jue, Zheng, Jing. So, taking refuge in the triple jewels, or returning to and relying on the triple jewels, actually means that we should return to and rely on enlightenment, correctness, and purity. Speaking of enlightenment, some of us might ask, "So, what's a fully enlightened person like?" Well, let's look at a few aspects. A fully enlightened person never does things for themselves. They can always and naturally see things from others' perspectives, and hence they are very understanding. And definitely not stubborn. They don't have any likes or dislikes. They love all beings unconditionally. From the depths of their heart, they genuinely love those who are nice to them, and also those who hurt them. Because they know that they and all beings are one, and that. 
they and all beings share the same self-nature, which is intrinsically good and pure. What they see is not the differences, but the most important sameness, the intrinsically good and pure self-nature that we all have. Loving all beings without differentiation is actually to love oneself. Their state of mind remains unaffected by their physical, mental environments. They have let go of all desires, they have let go of all emotions, and therefore their state of mind is always stable. They never get angry, not in the slightest. No matter what happens, they always remain tranquil. These are just a few examples of what a fully enlightened person is like. Of course, there are many more aspects to it. But now, let's return to the verse we were talking about earlier. Taking refuge in the Triple Jewels, or returning to and relying on the Triple Jewels. The first line of the verse goes, Gui yi for liang zu zun. By returning to and relying on the Buddha, I gain the two perfections, and therefore I am honorable. The word Buddha here doesn't refer to any specific Buddha, but refers to the state of enlightenment of a Buddha. And it's the very thing that a Buddhist practitioner is striving towards. The second half of the line says, I gain the two perfections. So, what does the two perfections refer to? It refers to be perfect in two things, and they are wisdom and good fortune. A Buddha is someone who has perfect wisdom and perfect good fortune. A Buddha is a fully enlightened person and therefore has perfect wisdom. Do we want perfect wisdom and perfect good fortune? Perhaps all of us would say yes. Good fortune encompasses all sorts of things, such as good wealth, good health, good reputation, healthy long life, and peaceful and natural death. One thing we must know is that both perfect wisdom and perfect good fortune can only be found from within. We cannot find them from without. They are something inside us, inside all of us, inside all beings. In the Infinite Life Sutra, Chakyamuni Buddha taught us to be mindful of Amitabha Buddha's name, A-mi-to-fo. We would then ask, why did he teach that? What is it that we are mindful of 
when we are mindful of Amitabha Buddha's name, Amitabha. Well, the answer is quite straightforward. When we are mindful of Amitabha Buddha's name, we are actually mindful of perfect wisdom and perfect good fortune. When we gain rebirth in the Pure Land, the land of ultimate bliss, the land in which Amitabha Buddha is the teacher, and we are the students, we will attain both perfect wisdom and a perfect good fortune upon graduation. So, can we do without the Buddha's teachings? Well, if we say no to the Buddha's teachings, we actually say no to wisdom and good fortune. Without wisdom, we are ignorant. Without good fortune, we are poor and lowly. That's why, when we learn Buddhism, we must first clearly understand the meaning of the word Buddha. Then. We'll gradually understand the incredible merit of Amitabha Buddha's name. We may well be mindful of the name Amitabha, but we don't necessarily understand it. So we might have doubts. When our doubts are completely cleared, when we are mindful of Amitabha Buddha's name with sincerity, reverence. Determination, confidence, and a pure mind, and at the same time, if we can gradually let go of things in our minds as much as possible, the benefit we get from being mindful of Amitabha Buddha's name will be incredible, such as considerably improved mental and physical health. The second line of the verse goes, "Gui yi fa, li yu zun." By returning to and relying on the Dharma, I am freed from desires, and therefore I am honourable. The Dharma here doesn't refer to any specific Buddhist sutra, but refers to correctness. This is because. What's recorded in all Buddhist sutras teaches to think what's correct, to say what's correct, and to do what's correct. All of what Shakyamuni Buddha taught us, the Dharma, teaches us to let go, let go of all things in our minds. This is what's correct. Why should we let go of things in our minds? Because when we let go of things in our minds, we'll restore the originally pure, unbiased, and awakened state of mind. The word "awakened" here means enlightened. It means that we are awakened from all the delusions, awakened. From wrong thoughts, wrong speech, and wrong actions. Just for your information, 
the five basic categories of wrong things that human beings tend to do are killing, stealing, sexual misconduct, lying, in other words, being dishonest, and intoxication, because intoxication can lead to all sorts of bad things. If we want to stay mentally and physically healthy, we should at least stay away from these five basic types of wrong things. In other words, no killing, no stealing, no sexual misconduct, no lying, and no intoxication are the five basic precepts that we should observe. So, the pure, unbiased, and awakened state of mind is our true mind, and this mind is the Buddha mind. Every being has a Buddha mind, and all beings are originally Buddhas. It's just that. Our minds have been contaminated by too many things over too long a passage of time. All the Dharma, all of what Shakyamuni Buddha taught us, teaches us to let go. Let go of thoughts, let go of differentiation, and let go of the state of being attached to anything in our mind. This is the teachings of all Buddhas, including Shakyamuni Buddha. The third line of the verse goes, "Gui yi sheng, zhong zhong zhen." By returning to and relying on the Sangha, I am therefore the most honorable amongst all. The Sangha here. Doesn't refer to any specific Buddhist monk or nun, but refers to purity. Because what a monk or nun practices is purity in thought, purity in speech, and purity in action. From a broad perspective, four people learning together is called sangha. Be they monks, nuns, or laypersons, the four of them practice sages' teachings together, and follow the six rules of harmony and respect. That is, first, harmony in views with the same understanding. Second, harmony in precepts when practicing together. Third. Harmony in actions when living together. Fourth, harmony in speech without competition and conflicts. Fifth, harmony in experiencing the joy of practicing the Buddha's teachings. Sixth, harmony in benefit when sharing together. Any group that follows these six rules. Can be called a harmonious and a united group, 和和僧团 So, the word sangha refers to a group. 
If a family of four people, the father, the mother, and the two children, can follow the six rules of harmony and respect, this family can be called a sangha, a harmonious and united group. And the benefit of this group brings to the world, or even the universe. Is phenomenally positive. Amongst all groups, the Buddha's group is the most honourable. Why is it? Because all the group members follow the six rules of harmony and respect. It's a standard, representative, and exemplary group. Because it sets a good example. It attracts all other groups in the world to learn from them. This is what taking refuge in the triple jewels, or returning to and relying on the triple jewels, really mean. So, a true Buddhist practitioner must observe precepts to start with. At least the five basic precepts mentioned above. The purpose of observing precepts is to achieve meditative concentration. Meditative concentration means that a person remains unaffected by their physical, mental environments, and by observing precepts and achieving meditative concentration, their innate wisdom. Will arise. These are called the three learnings, 戒定慧三学 which are the three principles of attaining full enlightenment. In other words, when a person attains full enlightenment, their innate perfect wisdom will arise. Without practicing the three learnings. A Buddhist is no Buddhist. That's why we must do our best to learn and practice. Well, this is it for today. Wishing whoever listens to this program good mental and physical health, peace, harmony, auspiciousness, happiness, healthy long life, and infinite wisdom. Thank you.